This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. You know what else makes me feel festive? Every time I get a chance to talk to Chip Patterson, CBSSports.com, Cover 3 podcast, my friend, I left the Hurricanes game against the, who'd they play on Saturday night? I forget now, Buffalo Sabres. And I got in my car, and I knew that because the ACC championship game had just wrapped, I knew I could get a live version of the Cover 3 podcast, and I dialed you up and listened to you guys on my ride home, which is about 40 minutes from the arena. Uh, And you guys were unanimous. You all thought that Florida State would be in having completed an undefeated season, mm. right? What did you think? College football stays stay surprising us, Yeah, you know? And there's been, I mean, I've been thinking about this too much, really unhealthy. Um, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. I, there was a long time where the foot was hard in the ground. I don't I don't think they're going to let a group of five team in. I don't think they're ever going to let a group of five team in. Right. Why? When they sat around and already agreed to a game of musical chairs where one, if not multiple power conferences would be left out entirely. What? Why are they ever going to let a group of five team in? Right. And in 2021, Cincinnati did. And all season, they've never let an undefeated power conference champ. They've never left an undefeated power conference champ out. They're, they're not going to do it. There's just no way. And then 2023 happened. Um, I, if I was on the committee, I think Florida State should have been in. As you mentioned, going into it, I thought Florida State was going to be in. I was surprised. Obviously, a lot of hurt and disappointment for the players and the coaches. Um, somebody who's closer to Mike Norvell than I am I was like, this is, this is really tough. Because you know what Mike Norvell is doing right now? He is working his tail off trying to work the portal and get replacements for all those guys that are going to be gone. Yep. I mean, Keon Coleman, uh, Johnny Wilson, Jordan Travis, Jaheim Bell, Jared Verse. uh, Like, you could be looking at, no joke, like nine to ten players off of this Florida State team that were starters that are not going to be back next year either because of exhausting eligibility or going pro. Mm-hmm. I, I just, uh, it's, it's a really, that's, how about this? Mike Norvell was named the ACC coach of the year. Yep. The hardest coaching job he has is everything that's going to happen between now and December 30th to rebuild the roster and to get his team mentally prepared to play against Georgia. Because if they get the doors blown off, then everybody who was trashing them on Saturday night and Sunday gets to say, well, look there. And that's just, right. uh, that is unfair. That is totally unfair. It's unfair but both I, ways. Even if Florida State were to beat Georgia, it's unfair to, to assign any meaning to this game. I, I, I said this immediately because I know how this is going to be spun. But let me ask you this. If you were Jared Verse, if you were, uh, what's it, number 55, that absolute monster so in Fisk, the middle. Braden, yeah, Braden Fisk is probably, like, like, I think that they will have 9 to 10 significant opt-outs of, for the bowl game. Right, so it's not going to be the same team at all. If they no. were playing in a semifinal game, those guys would all play. But I wouldn't play in an Orange Bowl, and I actually thought, be, because the, the, the level of disrespect was so extreme, I wouldn't have blamed Florida State a bit 
if they just went, you know what? Nah, we, we, we're not in. We're not into it. I we, as, as much as I would love to engage in fantasy, there are members of the Orange Bowl committee that are Florida State power players. I'm sure. I mean, you're, just, you're not. I mean, this. Hey, and that's the other thing, too. It's a little bit of a pre-BCS throwback, this conundrum that we're in. Like, it's a sure, everyone's already mentioned, 1993 Florida State National Championship. There was another team, Notre Dame, which beat Florida State that, you know, didn't get an opportunity uh, to be able to be declared national champion the same way we used to declare it. But it's a throwback to the pre-BCS days in that those bowl games were always just trying to organize the best matchup. Right. It was much closer to boxing or wrestling than it was to the playoff bracket format that we are used to in college basketball and in the NFL. And I think that's what the committee did. They treated it like it was 1995 again, and we're just trying to seed right. the best matchups for the Rose Bowl and the Sugar Bowl. Well, it's because the the uh, the sport of college football up until the BCS era was not a national game. It was a regional game. Like, if you ask anybody who was really into college football, and I'm not talking about fans, although fans probably were the same way, it was about, we're just trying to win our league. If mm-hmm. you're asking about the, the a Big Ten or a Pac-10 school, uh, it was before Pac-12, we're just trying to get to the Rose Bowl. Right. We didn't care. Anything, that, anything else that happened was gravy. It was actually referred to as the mythical national championship because there was no way. of We had split champions several times. I remember a year, and I only remember this because for some ridiculous reason, at a young age, I was a, and I've always been, in a, in a way, a Southern Cal football fan. I loved student body right. I, I was such a huge fan of the eye formation and and tossing the ball to Marcus Allen or whoever the their running back was, Ricky Bell, and watching him Orton go. Ball, uh, you know. Yeah, well, that's a little bit yeah. before my time in terms yeah. of a college football fan. But the <laughs> yeah, come on, I'm in my fifties. Um, <laughs> so, but it, there was one year where Southern Cal went to Alabama, beat the Crimson Tide. And did not get crowned the national champion in favor of Alabama when they both had the same record at the end of the season. I don't understand how that happened, but it was all mythical. Southern Cal got one pole, Alabama got the other. I think it was seventy three. But so th- you, that you was also- the sport. It was just a, it was a regional game more than anything. And once we got to the BCS, it became only about winning a national championship, which is really why the sport has gone to another level. Um. On Sunday's show, the one that we reacted to live, we went live right. at twelve fifteen, and like kind of a haunting experience to be face to face with Danny Cannell and Bud Elliott watching oh, that man. Go live. Right. Um, so in Sunday's instant reaction show, it was processing a lot live, but at the very end of it, Tom just went off, and he had about a two and a half minute clip, and it was like a plea to fans who were feeling cynical, who were feeling nihilistic, who were, you know, just just feeling like this was a real disappointment by the sport. And he it, the plea was this sport was never about the national championship and it should not be about the national championship. This is about your relationship to the sport on Saturdays. It's about beating your rival, contending in your conference, winning your home games, and how you feel watching college football. And that should be the only thing that matters because the sport is not about the national championship. It's not the reason why we grew up loving it. And don't let 
that college football playoff or the playoffs expansion leads you to believe that anything about this sport, the true fabric and DNA of it, has to do with the national championship. Except that that's what they've done with it. I mean, I, I agree with Tom Fornelli, and I, we've, I've talked about this before. Um, what they have done, what the power brokers have done because of the extreme amounts of money that it has created. We've destroyed the fabric of college, really, just it's college sports, too, with all of the conference realignment. We completely destroyed the fabric of it. We destroyed the relationships. We destroyed rivalries. We destroyed associations. We uh, have bastardized the... Um, uh, the all of the all of the the travel and all of that we don't care they don't care about the players every single administrator that talks about the student athlete experience makes me sick because it is has nothing to do with that it's only about how much money we can make and that's where they've that's where they've taken it and they've traded the game the sports for the playoff so we're going to get nobody's saying that a playoff won't be exciting It'll be hugely exciting, but they're trading, for the most part, the season and everything the season represents for three weeks. And some people like that, some people don't. I find, from my own biased experience, great comfort growing up here in the Triangle. Mm -hmm. Because you know what I have never experienced in my lifetime? (laughs) Championship team in the Triangle. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like and I like well, well college football you know like sure. this is good point like the, the college football experience that I have had my selfish Chip Patterson experience has never been in close proximity to a championship contender and I love college football right and I think that more people do exist out there and that's why my message if you are a little beaten down or discouraged that you know every Thanksgiving night. Ole Miss and Mississippi State fans get together, some of them in the stadium in Oxford or Starkville, and some of them, you know, around their own family gatherings to watch that Egg Bowl, and they are never sniffing a championship. Agreed. They love that game. They hate each other, and there is nothing that they want more Mm -hmm. or less than to win or lose, and... There are examples, obviously, like you mentioned, with conference realignment, where even that is being split up. Props to Washington, Washington and State committing to the Apple yep. Cup moving forward. Um, but, you know, winning the conference, that's the next best thing that you can do is just be thinking about ways to contend. Mm-hmm. I mean, when Iowa clinched the Big Ten West, they were legitimately happy. That has been unwatchable football for two years. L- longer. There was joy. <laughs> Like those players experienced yeah. real joy yeah. about the chance that they were going to get to go play for a Big Ten championship. So, um, really, really tough for Florida State. Uh, very, you know, very interesting to see what Mike Norvell is able to do with that crew and um, disappointed yeah, in the college football playoff process. But like you said, Michigan, Alabama. Oh, it's a good Bowl. TV show. New Year's Day. I mean, mainline it. Yeah, it's a like, TV I, show. I mean, who, look, it's awesome. That is a great college football matchup. It is. I am curious when it's being presented to us. Will we, will anybody mention, because I think it's part of the story, even as these games are going on, will anybody mention Florida State when these games are going on? I, 
I'm not saying they will or they won't. I am curious as to how that will be addressed. And I don't want to make it all about that, but I'm sorry. I ain't over it. December 30th sets the table. December 30th at 4 p.m. Eastern time. Right. And, like, I think I don't think it's a win-loss proposition. It's a what do you look like, you know? Does does the team look disengaged? No, they – Again, they're going to be a shell of their former of their former team. Uh, but look, you, you said something earlier, and I want to I want to get your thoughts on this about Cincinnati. We we said we'd never have a Group of Five team in the playoff, and then we had Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Why did we have Cincinnati to prevent the lawsuit? Okay, to <laughs> yeah, that's the, the, you know that's what? Yeah, there's an anti- it was to prevent. It was like well, like somebody in that room. Said at one point, mm-hmm. like, "Hey, look, <clears throat> um, self-preservation. If this, if this is egregious, then they might sue us." All right. So, do, do you do, do you think that anybody in that room thought that Cincinnati was one of the four best teams in college football? No, and I think Florida State was punished for Cincinnati and Michigan State. I think that okay. uh, those teams that were served up as sacrificial lambs for the semifinals, yep. or Washington. When Washington yep. was last in the playoff, Michigan State, uh, Washington, Cincinnati, you know, these teams that have been the most deserving, but clearly not the best, have gone in and gotten blown out. And whether it was mentioned or not mentioned, I don't think that it, this was as I don't think this was as clear cut as a TV ratings or a power ratings discussion. But I think Boo Corgan gave the game away in his comments when he said, you know, we've we're talking about who would you play, who would you not want to play. All of that was so embarrassing. That gave the game away. And like so Kirk, embarrassing. Kirk Herbstreet, I'm, I'm tired of blowouts. Oh, good. We're not going to have a blowout. So, wait, wait, wait. wait. We're, we're tired of blowouts? 12 of the 18 semifinal games. Adam Golden Studio with my man, Coach Pete DeRuta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. You have a 401k, but you're changing jobs. You're taking that 401k with you. Next step. Well, a lot of people leave it behind, which is not a good thing. I mean, if you're not at the company anymore, your 401k shouldn't either. And that's when it's time for my 401k survival Oh, oh look box at that. Set. You see it right here. I've got workbooks, <laughs> guidebooks, DVDs in here that explain everything about your 401k. More importantly, how to build a lifetime income. It's a $300 value. I'm also going to give you a total retirement plan, which is a $1,000 value for the next 18 of you who call right now. No cost or obligation. Call. 888-843-0013 or text Adam to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. We've had, we've had 18 semifinal games in the college football playoff era. 12 of them have been decided by 17 points or more. Four right. of them by 30 or more points. Tired of, we can have a blowout any time. Hell, Oklahoma's gotten blown out more than anybody. I think that that is, I think Florida State paid the price for Cincinnati and Michigan State and Washington and all these teams that were the most deserving, but not the quote unquote best. And that, that ended up playing a factor, whether it's explicit or implicit, that, that was it. I'm sure. Hey, remember Jim Grobe, what former Wake Forest head coach is in there. Hey, Coach Grobe, between these two. Who would you want to play? Who wouldn't you want to play? And just and just go. This is a dumb question to ask, by the way, but that's fine. I don't think they. I don't think they do that all the time. They did it to justify this. Look at the reaction from the Michigan players, who thought they were about to get Florida State, and then they announced Alabama, and it was a grumble. Oh, I'm sure. I no, I understand that, but it's not the point. 
here's a, here's a way to – this is something – I talk to Steve Logan about this a lot because we've talked about how hard it is to win. A game, one game. Yeah, yeah. How hard is it to go undefeated in a power conference, power five conference? We don't – it's not like it happens every year. So it's so hard to go 13-0. and 0. On top of the fact – and you and I have talked about this – Remember when we first got into the uh, the the, uh, the fake ranking part of the schedule, you thought that Michigan and Georgia would both be on the outside looking in because of their non-conference schedule because they hadn't played anybody. I agreed with that. Both were inside. Actually, yeah, they were both inside the top and, four. And to be fair, like just that, that was not my prediction for the end. That was no, when no, we were right. talking about At the, the time. Like, very first right. ranking. At yes. The, and even though they were fake, it was clear then – that the committee, which had an easy out to it because it doesn't matter, they still didn't hold Michigan and Georgia to account for not having a non-conference schedule worth a damn. What's the incentive to play one? It doesn't matter. And I'm, I promise people it won't matter in the 12-team era. It will not matter in the 12-team era. It might matter in the twelve team era if you're from the ACC, right? That, that just, that's the only time it will matter. That that got ACC got treated like the AAC. Yeah, I mean, look, there's no. That's the way people are processing it, and I don't know that anybody is wrong to process it that way. But everything that was said was that this was always about only Jordan Travis's injury. Uh, maybe it wasn't. Maybe the the entire Florida State's entire resume was devalued because they play in the ACC, uh, but they beat a better team more, than Michigan beat at the end of the season. They had more wins against Power Five bowl teams than anybody in the country. Yeah, eight. Yeah, eight of them. I, 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 I don't know what you want. There's there's <laughs> there's just no justification for what they did other than. I think just because this is my answer to that. I don't want to. I guess I've already belabored the 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 point too much, but um, I think the answer why did they put Cincinnati in a few years ago was that they had been hearing for a long time that it was unfair to Cincinnati to some a team like that. They had been hearing because it's been on TV forever, and we have heard that. Basically, you can't have a college football playoff without the team from the SEC. Alabama argued that they were one of the top four teams last year with two losses. And there were a lot of people that believed it because Alabama says it. Nick Saban says it. Oh, they're one of the best four teams. Nick Saban believes it. And there was a PR campaign going on for the last week about how great the SEC is. And I ain't saying they're not. And then if you watched the ACC championship game, it was a three-and-a-half-hour infomercial for why the why Florida State didn't belong. I thought that was embarrassing. If I'm Jim Phillips, I mean, I'm, I'm lighting up ESPN based on what I, what I listened to. Jesse Palmer and Joe Tessitore just trashed Florida State for three-and-a-half hours. I thought that was an embarrassment. Here's what's difficult about that. I... So ESPN pays the ACC, right? Yeah. ACC doesn't pay ESPN. No, they share the revenue for the network, but yeah. 
ESPN yeah. pays the AC. They can do what they want. I was at the NFL draft once. <laughs> I was with an unnamed reporter. Right. For an unnamed company. <laughs> that I was sitting beside at the NFL draft. Right. And they were getting scoops on the draft picks. Sure. And an unnamed commissioner was not happy. Uh-huh. Yep. And I saw the button get pressed. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to elaborate, but I don't know if the relationship between the ACC office and ESPN works in that direction. I don't know if Phillips can press the button. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. On ESPN. Nope. Cannot. Yeah. Cannot. The ACC is definitely a second-class citizen to the SEC on that network. There like is they, no question. The phone, and they're like, yeah, hold on a second. We'll put you on. Dun, 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 yeah, yo, yo, yeah. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. Jim, Jim Phillips, he, he has to wait in the lobby. Yeah. He has to wait in the lobby. Greg Sankey uh, has a private elevator. Um, Chip Patterson. I, I, hey, you, do, oh, no, what? what no, we got to stretch. Do you put anything, anything, and I, I'm asking this honestly. I'm not sure. just trying to stoke you because do you put anything behind the idea that the consternation and the instability caused by Florida State University on some level made made it let had less people rallying to their cause in that room no 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 not selection committee I'm talking because you're talking about politicking you know you're talking about you're like you know the AC the SEC ran a very successful political campaign mm-hmm. do you think that if that is you know um if that is NC State if that is somebody who supported expansion, somebody who wasn't putting up all the stats about how much better we are than the rest of this conference. 5.07 million people watched our games, uh, our last game, right? Uh, no, I see I, Paul Feinbaum said something about that. Look, I get that Florida State's hated in some circles. Uh, I frankly, I, I'm amused uh, by their level of self-worth, but... I don't believe that that played a role in this. Not at not at the choosing you for the playoff level. Because my reaction is, no, 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 not the choosing. I'm talking about the outside. Like, because there has been oh, a mean, call. The, the reaction? Why, or, like, or, you get what you pay. You, you, you know, you, you deserve this because you've been such a jerk. Why, why the ACC after the Florida oh, okay. game? Wasn't just like, hey, no. we are gonna we're gonna be everywhere. We're gonna be beating the table, and we are gonna say the games have to matter. The soul of the sport is hanging in the balance. Like you, you, there was a play, a PR play that could have been made. My read on it is that it does not have to do as much with Florida State and the saber rattling from the summer as it does with. It's not really. That's not really a move the ACC does. When the ACC right. makes big moves, it's often more behind the scenes, a little bit more subtle in the spirit of the Ninja Swath. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I. All right. I so know. now that I know where, where your thrust is, uh, we have heard zero, which I think is a little bit embarrassing, from Jim Phillips. Nothing. I mean, they released a statement. That's it. Nothing. And this Unfathomable. is yeah. I can't. I'm I'm shocked that you we, couldn't fathom this. Really, you could not fathom this. <laughs> no, no. It, it's I, I'm, 
Are you ready for the big game? At The Designery, we can help you arrange your kitchen in the perfect way to feed everyone coming over for the big game. I'm Dana Merrill, the owner of The Designery in North Raleigh. And I am True Merrill. I am the project manager. The Designery is a lovely kitchen, bath, and closet remodeling company. We do pretty much any of the utility spaces in your house. If you want to store things in your cabinets, if you want to work on things on your countertops, if you want to uh, have a floor that can get wet or muddy, we're the place to help Help you fix your home up. We are the Designery North Raleigh, located at 3030 Wake Forest Road in the Holly Park Plaza. We would love to see you or visit our website at thedesignery.com. Be on camera somewhere doing something. Be available to ESPN Sunday to slam the committee for this. I mean, wasn't he at the game Saturday? I assume he was at the game Saturday night, but... Right, but we be on camera. cameras in this building. No, Point one of them on me. Let me a, get real close to it. Be on camera Sunday after the announcement and slam the committee for disrespecting every single player who plays for Florida State or practices for Florida State and the coaches who put four and a half, five, six, seven months of work into that and they got have have it peed on. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, we should have heard something from them. But I also think that the other coaches, I'm kind of disappointed that we haven't heard from Dabo Sweeney, from Mac Brown, um, Dave Dorn. Anybody with a with a pulpit should have complained about this. It shouldn't even be just in this league, but this league should have caped up for each other. But I go back to what Mike Krzyzewski has been talking about for years. How come we never talk about how good the league is? Mm-hmm. Why, why do we have what? And, and it's, it's not the nature of the ACC. Is that fair? I- that, well, uh, that's what I was saying. It's just not something they do. Not something the it's, league does, right? It's yeah. only something that other leagues do. The Big Ten is you. I've talked about this for with you. Big Ten is the greatest scam in college sports. It's a mediocre league with two great teams at the top and Penn State uh, in their draft. Who I don't. I've Penn. I think Penn State's just okay. I don't think they're great. A big school, great stadium, great tradition, but they're just okay. Everybody else is trash in that league, but they've got two great teams. So that's respectfully it. disagree. That is a conference that is rich with tradition, <laughs> filled with alumni, and they are all over the country. Big enrollments, big schools, and at three thirty p.m. Eastern time <laughs> next fall in twenty twenty four, when you hear that. It'll be for the Big Ten on CBS. You are the absolute best. That's why I, I, I hurt myself from smiling uh, <laughs> at uh, at whatever 40 minutes after the hour uh, on Wednesdays. Chip Patterson, CBSSports.com, Cover 3 Podcast. Thanks, man. I'll talk to you later. Sounds good. Y'all be well. More great news for carry commuters. With the new GoCarry app, you can track your bus live on the interactive map feature. Stay informed with the latest news and service updates right at your fingertips. Save your favorite locations and routes for quick and easy access, making your daily commute a breeze. Plus, with the GoCarry app, you can easily connect to GoCarry.org for even more resources and information. Best of all, the GoCarry app is absolutely free to download on the Apple and Google Play stores. GoCarry, where getting there is just a tap away.